0: back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven, and with me is Brandon. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about breakups.
1: Dude, let it go, man. Move on. <laughs> I, for those of you who aren't watching this episode, Steven's got this really cool backwards head on.
0: <laughs> Immediately, you bring this
1: up. <laughs> I sh- Dude, it was the elephant in the room, all right? Everybody was thinking it. I just wanted to throw it out there. Steven's going full douchebag mode to show you guys why he's single and uh oh, oh that's what this is that's what this is oh that's what this is okay when well, i tell I you mean, guys we're you gonna hear this up. a lot this is steven's favorite scene <laughs>
0: yeah okay as, as long as i'm 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 i know what this is oh
1: is that, yes. yeah as long as i'm gonna say is
0: that so is that oh,
1: dude let's let's get to the topics here let's hear about relationship stuff so <laughs> this episode we're gonna talk a little bit about uh breakups in the spirit of times that we've, we're going to talk about a couple personal experiences, talk about um, some, some, uh, some of our audience members wrote in their experiences, and then we also have a list of some of the dumbest reasons why people have broken up with each other, so we're going to react to that, um, but yeah, this is, there might be some tears shed during this episode, so I just want everybody to be prepared.
0: I kind of hope not. I'm not trying to make this an episode in which we cry, but at the end of the day, whatever happens, happens. Everything must go.
1: Anything for the views, though, to be honest. Let's just fake some tears.
0: (laughs) Well, as as I've uh, talked about, any episode we do could technically be the first time that someone listens to us. So as a result, I do want to make sure that people know that we're coming from a place of being some guys who've had some breakups in our lives. And I feel like that's pretty important. So for me, for example, I've had... A few relationships that have ranged from a few months to I think my longest relationship was like off and on for two and a half years. Um, I've been broken up with and I've been the person who has done the breaking up. Brandon, what about you?
1: I've had two relationships that uh, have lasted around three years off and on. Um, I have lived with uh, one of my partners previously and uh and then i think the next closest relationship i had was about eight months so and i i too have been broken up with and done the breaking up so i definitely know the the flip side of the heartache it's uh not always easy to handle letting go of someone you love but uh that's what we're here to talk about
0: well also worth mentioning because i know you guys were thinking this yeah
1: we're we're both single (laughs)
0: <laughs> I feel like that's so <laughs> definitely worth addressing as well. And there hasn't been any breakups recently. Like, I think I have the most recent breakup, and it was over a year ago. So, no, uh, yep. No that's recent true. breakups for us. Just a couple of single guys living the Bachelor
1: lives, baby.
0: <laughs> living the Bachelor life, and it's pretty soon going to be Brandon joining me. It's really just been me living the hardcore Bachelor life, having an apartment to myself, doing Bachelor stuff. But now Brandon, it's kind of like, even though Brandon's not going to be living here, uh, he'll be in Chicago. So it's like, now we're
1: like the Bachelor bros. (laughs) The Bachelor bros coming to you on ABC, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Dude,
0: you love, you love to see that. (laughs) Love to see it. Bachelor bros. That's our new sign off. All (laughs) right, let's... Well, let's, uh, let's get back to the basics here. Back to the basics. Let's get back to the basics. So what was your first breakup? I feel like we might have discussed something similar to this before, but let's, uh, let's talk about it. All
1: right. First breakup. So in fifth grade, I played Robin Hood in the school play. And I had a huge crush on the girl who played Maid Marian. So if you know the story of Robin Hood, that their love interests. And, you know, like like actors do many times, you get so lost in the role that you you fall in love with your counterpart. So that was me. You know, 10-year-old, 11-year-old Brandon just falling in love with his counterpart. Um, so I, I started dating my, uh, my counterpart, and I think I saw her once in the entire summer leading into sixth grade. I went to a softball game of hers, and I didn't even talk to her at the softball game. It was super romantic it's kind of like twilight where (laughs) it's not like twilight
0: it's just like
1: twilight where there was so much passion that we were like unable to speak to each other it was just so intense um and so yeah that's kind of what happened but you know the summer went on we didn't see each other much and i didn't want to be with her anymore going into middle school you know how bachelor life is you're just like i'm I'm ready to be a single man Going into middle school. Who knows how many chicks are going to be there. So a couple of my friends broke up with her at the uh, the city wave pool for me. Um, they were like, uh, so you know that you and Brandon are broken up, right? And she's like, oh, <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> and that was my first breakup. Wait, How about so, you? <laughs>
0: right. Wait, so to get this straight, this is your first breakup period, right? Like you, yes. met, you didn't get broken up with before this? Nope. So, my my first breakup, I was broken up with, oh, and I think I might have mentioned this in a pretty recent episode. It was like, I was in middle school, and her friends told me that she was breaking up with me, and then like later that day, it was because, well, she, they told me because she liked someone else, and then later that day, I saw that guy, and he, was, and he waved at me, and I was like, sweet.
1: This fucking <laughs> douchebag. All right. Name some names. We gotta find these people. <laughs> <laughs> uh no. <laughs> it it was, is it kind of funny to think moment. about uh middle school breakups how just <laughs> what were we even doing dating back then? What what was your I I, I don't know if if you're going to get into this later on. What was your first legitimate relationship breakup? <laughs> um my first like legitimate
0: relationship was if you want to call this legitimate, uh, <laughs> I think this also falls under just like a shit breakup. It's pretty funny. So I dated someone for like two weeks and it was actually my first kiss. Oh, no. <laughs> so um, after two w- weeks, I finally had the courage to like get the first kiss um, after I had been denied the first time from the person I was dating. Never a good feeling. <laughs> Uh, so the second time I like You know I went in I got the kiss And then the next day She called me This is actually Really really shitty In hindsight <laughs> The next day I was at my friend's house And she calls me And she never called me We only like texted Or like we scheduled When we were gonna call um, So when she was calling me I was like Interesting I wonder why she's calling me So I picked it up And she literally It was like a two minute Conversation at most It was like Hey Um, and I was like, hey, she's like, um, I don't think this relationship is working out. (laughs) And I was like, like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, it's just not working out. So I think we need to break up. And I was like, what? Why? It seemed like it was fine yesterday. She's like, uh, yeah, but, you know, things have changed. And I was like, okay, well, I can't talk about this right now. And she's like, okay, all right, well, Bye. And then she hung up. (laughs) Of course she did. That was it. it. So you can imagine, I felt like my first kiss. Like I had done something wrong. I was like, man. I was like, man. Am I this bad of a kisser
1: that the girl literally broke up with me? Honestly, I've heard. I've heard about some of your techniques. If I was her, I'd have broken up with you too. (laughs) (laughs) Literally get like a four out of ten for my kissing techniques. Four. Four? That's freaking generous. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One star on Yelp. You hate to see that, but... Well,
1: my first legitimate breakup was actually pretty heartbreaking. I was moving from Minnesota to Tennessee for the first time, and I had been dating my girlfriend for six months, and it was actually my first like, real experience at something special. But we had to break up because I was moving, and uh, <laughs> broke my freaking heart, man. It was tough. I remember we talked about all this romantic stuff about how we were going to uh, meet back up after high school. We were going to make sure we went to the same colleges, and, like, a month later, she was dating a new guy. It was tough.
0: Dude, that always is the worst. Um, Okay, so I want to move into the first, like, main topic here. Okay. What do you think is the proper way to break up with someone And do you think that you have to do it in person? Just to kind of give an example of what someone might say is the proper way to do it.
1: So I think this changes with circumstance. I think the biggest point in it all is to give as much respect as possible to the person that you're with. And I would say typically that's probably going to be in person. Uh, I've had a situation, though, where uh, in a relationship I was just – having a very serious conversation over the phone with my girlfriend. I didn't even go into the conversation planning on us breaking up, but we just kind of started to discuss the, um, the practicality of us staying together. And it kind of came to this point of it's probably not going to work and maybe we should move on. And it wasn't, it wasn't like I didn't want to do it in person. It was just, we had kind of gotten to that point on the phone and instead of being like, okay, let's stop our entire conversation because we have to break up in person. You know, I was just, it it just kind of happened naturally. So I don't think this is a black and white thing. Um, I've also had situations where I tried to break up with somebody in person and it's really freaking hard, especially if that person isn't ready to let you go. And um, I, I tried to make it happen, and then this person was very, very emotional. And I still loved that person and cared about that person. And it was kind of this, it was, honest, honestly this kind of toxic cycle where the only time I would really feel that care from that person is when I would make these big decisions. So I I kind of presented the the things that were happening that really made me upset. They kind of lost it emotionally. And me really caring about them was like, okay, fine, we'll try to make it work. And this happened over and over again. And so eventually I wrote them a letter and and that was how I ended up breaking up with them. So, I mean, again, doing it in person um, is probably best practice, but I, I do think that it, it can change in circumstance. What, what do you think? Dude, okay, the most
0: important thing I definitely agree is respect. I feel like when you've dated someone, uh, barring... And you know what even if they've done something like pretty bad to you i feel like there's a certain point of just like taking the the high ground and not coming across as like super petty like i i really hate when people are like you piece of shit like i hope you i don't know just any of that stuff i'm no go for me like i've been in relationships where the person treated me pretty bad and i've had to end the relationship before and instead of saying like wow you're a terrible person it was just like look, I'm not okay with this. Um, I deserve so much better than this. Like Even saying that to their your, their face, um, addressing all the reasons why you're breaking up with them. Uh, I think that that's a big thing. Like, If you're going to break up with someone, they should get as much... You should try to give them as much closure as you possibly can. And some people probably would disagree with that. They're like, well, nope. When it's over, it doesn't matter anymore. But I'm... I think it's way better. It's just way healthier. Like, we've all been in situations before where we feel like a relationship ends and we just never got closure and it just doesn't feel good. Like, I had a relationship where it was, like, this person and I, we spent a lot of time together, and then it just, like, ended, and then that was it. <laughs> like, that was just pretty much it. Um, and I always, I'm always someone who always fights uh, foreclosure, but at the same time, like, just having all those unanswered questions really does kind of suck uh so I try to do the best to to iron it all out um
1: well let me ask you this because I I I do this respect thing is really huge but let me ask you in a situation where maybe the reason you're breaking up with somebody is because they cheated on you or something just like very uh disrespectful in itself do you think it's still important to maintain that respect even if they didn't reciprocate it and that's kind of the reason why you're breaking up with them in the first place
0: I mean, for me, it's – I want to walk out of every situation feeling like – I mean, to be honest with you, from my perspective, I always leave relationships wanting to be like, yeah, I'm better off without that person, and I want them to see that they're worse off without me. <laughs> and maybe that's, maybe that's petty of me, but I – as a result, I feel like I just like to iron it all out, like, you know, maybe even say everything that you – like, I think it's really important – to make them feel bad about the situation if they did something terrible to you. Like, make it very well known, like, how it hurts you, uh, how it's unacceptable, how it will not, like, be tolerated, and how you're done. And that, like you don't get another chance or, like, I don't know, at least anytime soon. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I hell, I've been in these tough situations before where I had to, I had someone who cheated on me and I had to, Make a point to be like, yeah, this is completely not okay, um, and I was very like stern with it. Like, here's all the reasons why it's not okay. Uh, I hope you don't treat the next person
1: like that. And um, so that came from a place of of wanting them to feel like they messed, like they missed the boat on you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean. Okay. I personally think I'm a catch. Like, I think that somebody should... And I think I am a good boyfriend in general. So I feel like, uh, yeah, I do screw up sometimes, but owning up to things is great. So, like, if, the, you know... This person actually did own up to what they had done um, in the situation I'm giving, so I gave them credit in that way. Um, I just think it's important to not just be terribly mean to somebody. Mm-hmm. Because I just think that everyone, like, makes mistakes and though maybe they don't feel as bad about it as they should, I think you're not really doing yourself any favors by just being vile to that person and being like, hope you run. And like, oh, like, no, like, I just don't, I don't see any reason to do that. So for me, it was extremely important to just be like, okay. And I, I do feel like probably in that situation, um, it makes the other person feel like, damn. <laughs> like, he didn't even... He didn't even like be mean to me. Like that's a very respectful thing to do. Like he managed to keep his composure after this bad thing that I did. And I feel like in a way that probably drives them more crazy. And I don't know. I, I That's just kind of how I feel. I try to not be – I because I just hate so much and people are just like super mean.
1: Yeah.
0: It just well, looks petty.
1: I guess my thought process is I, I would encourage the focus to be on yourself and moving on. And I think a more – Appropriate way to move on for yourself is to uh, is to handle it respectfully. Even if this person didn't grant you the respect, they're not your responsibility anymore because now you're ending things with them. So, you know, for me, I've had a situation where the breakup was super, super dirty, super, super messy, and um, this person was awful to me. Honestly, very manipulative, and. She technically didn't cheat on me, but, uh, she spent an entire night with a guy and they just didn't do anything, but <laughs> she spent a night with a guy behind my back and then they ended up dating the day that her and I broke up. So I guess technically they didn't cheat, but anyways, the point was she was really shitty to me both during that relationship and then afterwards. And I remember I, a couple years later, she like sent me a message saying, that she really apologized. And, and a part of me was like, I just want to let her have it. I just want to just lay into her for what she did so she can really understand it. But I made a decision where I took the high road and I just said, you know what? We were young. We make mistakes. It, I, you know, it's totally okay. And I feel like looking back on it now, I feel so much more clear headed on it. I feel like I let it go. And if I would have let her had it, maybe she doesn't even give a shit and so I'm like trying to make her feel bad, but she might not even care. So I'm just wasting this energy, this negative energy, and it really is just impacting me. There's that, there's that chance. So I think the best way to do it is, how, how is this gonna impact me going forward? Because I don't even care about this. Like, not that I don't care about this person, but this person isn't my responsibility. Their feelings aren't any of my responsibility anymore. What's gonna be the best for me to heal from this and to grow forth, and I think, or to go forth, move on. And I think a lot of times the high road, um, ends up being better for your, your own personal journey.
0: Yeah. And one other comment on proper way, when people say like doing it in person, I think like the reason why that is a good thing to do is because it is a respectful thing to do. It helps people uh, get a little bit more closure and it just feels like, you know, you you went through a lot with this person, the least that you can do if you're going to end it is like, show them that you care enough to like go out of your way to do something one last time. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's really important. Now, as we've said, it, it doesn't always work out. Um, right. I haven't always been able to do it, but I think it's definitely ideal. For sure. Um, okay, so I, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on this next one because being someone... Uh, who really didn't use social media a whole lot until, what in the last year? Um, I'm, I'm curious to know what are your thoughts on posting your relationship on social media? How would you handle a breakup, for example, like deleting all of the photos?
1: Well, I I want to clarify a little bit because I did use social media, you know, when I was like a, a kid. You know, I had MySpace and Facebook in high school and then in college. I didn't really start deleting my social media until like three years ago, um, three or two or three years ago. So I did use social media. So I can think back to the situation specifically with the. Now, are you wanting to know posting the breakup of the relationship or posting the relationship on social media altogether?
0: So both. So basically when you're in a relationship with someone, do you post a lot of pictures with them? Do you post a lot of things about them? And then two, if when there's a breakup or when there is a breakup, do you then go back and delete everything or do you Hmm. keep it? Or like what, how do you handle that after the fact?
1: Well, for me, so I, I was, when I was on social media, I was never a big picture guy anyways. I would like post statuses and stuff and try being funny on Facebook and whatnot. Um, but I would every once in a while post stuff with my girlfriend and I, I actually got into a fight with a girlfriend once because she was very shady about posting our relationship status. And I was like, so what's your reasoning behind this? She's like, well, I just don't want this person and this person to like judge me. And it's just like, uh, I'm not, are are you trying to keep us a secret? It just kind of feels a little shady. So to me, if, if social media is important to you and you do share things on there um, and then you decide not to share the relationship, it, that kind of puts a red flag in my mind. Like maybe something's going on. So, something's awry. Um, so I, am, I was typically about posting it because uh, I didn't have anything to hide, essentially, is what I'm saying. Now, when it came to the ending of the relationships, I always deleted my photos with that person because my thought process was I'm trying to heal from this and move on from this as best as I can and I don't need to go on to my personal like social media thing and like look at these old times of us together I'm trying to our relationship has ended as far as I'm concerned. I'm not trying to hold on to this idea that we're going to get together later on. I'm trying to move forward. And so having those pictures on there just deters me. A lot of times I've blocked exes, to be completely honest, just so I can have that moment to, to heal from it. And then maybe if if it's a possibility, we can try to heal from it and have a relationship, like a friendship afterwards. Possibly. I still think that's difficult because you've already kind of gone to a place with this person and it's hard to now tone that back. It's still possible, obviously. Um, and if you are able to, to, to properly heal from stuff, I think um, if, if you guys work towards it together, it's definitely, I mean, there, how many divorced couples handle their their kids together? Amicably, you know, it, it's definitely possible. So, um, but for me, with the social media stuff, I would always delete, sometimes block, just so I could have those moments to try to heal, rather than getting get into this headspace of romanticizing things. What about you, though?
0: That's interesting. Actually, I guess I didn't realize that you'd be the one to delete after the fact. Um, so, I when I'm in relationships with people, when I was younger, I didn't like to post about it very much at all on social media because. I don't like people being in my business about relationship stuff. I feel like it's pretty obvious from all the live streams that I do. People are always trying to, like, figure out, like, if I'm dating someone or what. I don't know. I don't know. Just, like, kind of get any info on my exes. Um, so that's part of the reason, like, you know, when I was younger, I was very, like, private about that info being out there. But it would usually say like, in a relationship on Facebook when I was dating someone. Um, I do have uh, – then, like, as I, like, got older, I, like – One of my relationships, I posted a whole bunch of pictures. Like, a lot of stuff uh, was posted about us. Uh, But I wouldn't do too much of that whole, like, I love you, baby, blah, 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 blah. Like, you're the best. Like, I didn't post too much stuff like that on social media because I found that stuff to be, like, what? I need to show people that I care by posting it on social media. Yeah, I didn't do that either, yeah. Yeah, I never never liked that kind of thing. But after breakups, I kind of – there was one instance where I blocked someone. Just because I was like, you know, I didn't feel like it it ended very well. And I feel like I should have just blocked them. And it was easier for me to move on, especially because I was younger. It was just easier for me to move on that way. Um, But as I've gotten older, I've kind of kept all the photos on my social media. And um, well, like not on my Instagram, but like on my personal Facebook and stuff. And, you know, it's weird because people can go and see it. But like that was still a chapter of my life, and as long as I'm able to move past it, then I think it's fine. Uh, But yeah, there are times where I've like I've wondered if it's really a good idea, because there's times where like it'll get in my head like, oh yeah, there were some good times there, and then I'm I'm kind of just like, wow, in the past, this wouldn't get like I don't know, maybe maybe people used to open up old photo albums, so maybe it's no different in that sense. But no, I never really deleted pictures too much. I did have an instant though where I dated someone who told me they didn't like my photos of my ex on my social media and I did um, not delete the photos but I like took them down from my social media.
1: That's what I was going to ask you. So if if a new relationship, a serious relationship happens and they want you to let go of that time with this other person or they're just uncomfortable with that, how do you handle that?
0: See I've gone back and forth on it because originally when this happened I was like I'm not going to do that. Like why would I do it? But honestly... If it makes them feel better, I don't see why it's a big deal to do it, so mm-hmm. it's not a big deal to me.
1: Well, that was part of my thought process too of when I would delete all the stuff. It's not only a, a healing process for me, but it's also because everything is so publicized now, like we all ha we all have the the capability to advertise our story through the these social media platforms. Um, I I would never want a situation where a, a new relationship felt uncomfortable because part of what I was advertising was this old relationship um, and not the one I was currently in. even though I wasn't like actively like, oh yeah, look at my ex while well, I'm with this new person. It was just it was there. It was on my profile. So my thought process was I don't even want that conversation. I don't want that person to have to feel uncomfortable. I'm moving on from this person these pictures aren't really that special to me anyways. Like I, I can have them saved or something if I really wanted to keep them, but having them on a public profile where people can see them, that's not really that important to me.
0: If, um, if you don't mind, if you don't have any other thing to say about this, I kind of want to tie in the next point to something that we just said that made me think about it. Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So the next thing is, um, you know, do you think it's an obligation to be mindful of your ex's feelings after the fact? Um, but the just the idea of having the social media um, and like if it makes somebody feel better that you're currently with, um, and it involves like your ex, I feel like you should be able to move on past that relationship and give the new person like the time of day. And I feel like that's being mindful of. It's like being mindful of the feelings of your current girlfriend so I guess it's like slightly different than this point but it's like I think you should be mindful of the fact that like if you're trying to start a new relationship you shouldn't be talking about your ex all the time and like mentioning a bunch of things about your ex because that's something that I feel like a lot of times I've been starting to talk to someone and they talk about their ex all the time and I'm just like this is not really being very mindful of (laughs) how I'm feeling first off and second off I just find it to be like Not beneficial towards building something new. So I do think it is like important to to delete the past if it helps like move forward. Like recognize the past. Like if 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 your new significant other has questions, to definitely like be transparent about it. But also like you don't want to constantly be talking about the past when you're with a new person. So you should give them like a fair chance.
1: This is an interesting thought process because I have a specific example. So I can see the intent to be mindful of your ex's feelings and maybe not like posting new stuff that's happening in your life or or whatnot. But I also think sometimes the being blunt and uh, giving the tough news or having that out there, it's harder, but it also allows the person to move on. And the reason I'm saying this is because I had a relationship where – This person and I were kind of off and on for the last few months of our relationship. I really wanted it to work, but this person just wasn't fighting for me. And I was, it was a very one-sided relationship. And after the relationship finally ended, like the last thing I was, I was basically like throwing in the towel saying, okay, I have given everything I could to this relationship. It's now this person's responsibility if they want to make it work. They left me a note. It was very manipulative, to be honest. Uh, A note that basically said, hey, I need to work on myself, but I promise you everything's going to work out in the end. We're going to be together. I promise, baby, you know, all this bullshit. Um, And so that note, because I was still holding on to this hope that this person and I could work, that note stuck with me. And I, I was waiting for this person. And every day I'd come home thinking, is this the day that I'm going to, this person is going to come back to me? And then I found out five months later that a month after she had left that note, she was in a new relationship and she had hid it from the world for about four months. And maybe what she was doing was trying to be conscious of my feelings and not posting this, but Things were left so up in the air, on are we going to try to make this work or not? That I was waiting for this person, and because they kept it a secret from everything, um, which maybe even wasn't a uh, a try to hold you know try to care for my feelings. Maybe it was just a situation where. They were nervous about me finding out or something. I, I don't know. But uh, that really fucked with me, the fact that I was waiting this, this whole time and then found out that it was over way earlier than I was thinking it was. And uh, so I don't know. I, I, I think the right thing in that situation would have been for me to get the respect of a conversation or something saying, hey, I am moving on. Um, but as far as the social media thing goes, she decided to hold it from social media for five months. And then I found out that way, which kind of sucked.
0: This is a tough one because I mean, do you think it's an obligation to be mindful of your ex's feelings after the fact? I say yes. No, for, so another thing that I had wrote in here, uh, for example, not hook up with people that are associated with your ex. And not post stuff on social media. So the social media thing, I don't know. I, th- that one's kind of a tough call. But, like, yeah, you shouldn't... I mean, just in general, it's just dumb to hook up with people who are in your circle anyways, in my opinion. Like, I just feel like there's so many other people you could just not do that. And right. this way people actually don't get hurt. Um, I just, I don't know, I just feel like it's, like, reckless sometimes. And sometimes I feel like people just, like, get off on this shit. They're just like love the idea of causing controversy and drama and stuff and no i'm not about that i think that's just a bad habit to get in and um i don't know definitely the whole concept of time and space though it's it's overdone sometimes time and space is super valuable to figure some stuff out so i i I personally i'm i mean maybe maybe i'm too nice but i'm always really mindful of my ex's feelings. I'm not. I'm not gonna post immediately. Like, look at. I found someone else. They're way better than you. Like, I had a, I had an ex one time, who literally like shortly after a breakup was so mean to make comments about like why their ex was better than me. Like, yeah, he likes to actually go do stuff unlike you. He likes to like like name like a Dude, couple fuck of things. That. And I was like, in and, and, and to be honest with you, it's like comical in hindsight because I'm just like, I mean, I don't know. It's just so dumb. <laughs> like, it's so petty that somebody would do that, and it's also not true, <laughs> to be honest. And, right. I, I mean, and that's the tough part with relationships. Is a lot of times our pride gets in the way of things, yeah. where we're just like, oh, like, our pride will hurt really bad. Like, oh, man, like, they're not better than me, are they? And then here's the truth. Like, they're not better than you. It's just sometimes, like, like somebody wants to be with someone who you deem to be, like, a less good person or a less interesting person, but... Maybe your ex is also less good and less interesting and maybe – want like <laughs> to them, they want to be with someone who's just shittier. And if that's the case, let them do it. Like just whatever. They can go off and have a miserable life with that person and you don't have to deal with them.
1: Yeah. I mean and one I, thing – I, I, I do want to say a lot of this stuff, we're, we're speaking in broad senses and I think yes. a lot of it is going to be completely circumstantial. But my thought process is definitely if you've spent a lot of time with this person, you've invested a lot in that person – I think there is an obligation. I think there is a responsibility to, um, to. I mean, the, their feelings aren't your responsibility in itself. But just the, again, the, to have that closure and to just be mindful, I think it's just a respectful thing to do. And a lot of times, again, th- having the information, you know, being honest. Uh, Forward with the information instead of withholding things. If if you're moving on, I mean, I see this so many times with people that are like in these relationships they don't want to be in anymore and they keep trying to convince themselves why they should be in it. I've been in those relationships and it's really tough. And sometimes I think you're still hurting that person that you're with by sticking that relationship out. So sometimes I think the best thing to do is is not only being mindful of what you want, but also just coming forward, not trying to save their feelings, just being honest and let them heal naturally. Once everything's out on the table, each of you can uh, heal naturally. Otherwise you get a situation like I did where I, I was holding off from healing because I thought maybe there was this hope, which was partially my fault. You know, I should have just moved on, but part part of it was I cared about this person so much and they gave me this glimmer of hope, this manipulative piece of, of uh, hope. And because I clung to it so much, I ended up having to go through the breakup all over again in a couple months down the road. So I, I just wanted to point out the circumstantial thing. It, it definitely changes depending on how long you've been with that person and the investment and all that stuff. So
0: No, but I totally get that because a lot of times – You're with someone and you think you know them, and I mean, there's a certain there's a certain thought that you have that they're gonna figure some stuff out, but it it may not ever happen. And I feel like I just think it's a normal thing to sometimes like want to wait around, like oh maybe someone will figure it out because everybody handles like this idea of love and breakups like so differently. That's why I do want to make a very a very big point to say like we're not saying that any of this stuff. Is like actually the right way to handle breakups or that we've done the best job because to be honest with you that would be a a lie like there's been I mean I think I talked about I don't know if it was a live stream or something recently that I talked about where I've not always been a great boyfriend and there's times where I look back and I'm like damn but it's it's a it's a maturity thing like the more experience that you have in relationships like the better you get or you should get because you should learn from the things that you're doing and over time, you realize, like, when things hurt, you don't want to do that to someone else. Like, I, like, when I was told about how someone was better than me, like, uh, I hated feeling that way. Like, I was never, no matter, in any breakup I was ever going to do, I was never going to make someone feel insignificant. Because here's the thing, that person that you, that you're dating, like, if you, at one point, you saw them as someone that you want to spend your time with, and you, you respected enough to, like, want to call them yours. And to you, like nothing in the world can ever take that idea away from the fact that you were in a relationship with this person. So, like showing some people some damn respect and empathy, I feel like just seems like a normal protocol in a relationship. So yes, I definitely feel it is an obligation to be mindful of this stuff. I mean, people are gonna do shit things to you, like it's it's inevitable. But I don't know. I just feel like, I do feel like people in general are just terrible at facing. The, yes. the truth of relationships like f- they're just terrible at facing how things actually are like th- th- like I don't know I you know I've had a couple of sales jobs in my life and a big thing you learn is there's uh objections and then you have to handle the objections and what in uh, underneath every objection there's like a real objection so if someone says like oh it's it's too expensive well what's, what someone really means is it, they don't see the value in what you're trying to sell them like it, mm. it the value isn't there so when someone breaks up, uh, there's really an underlying reason. And I feel like 99% of the time, people don't really share what that thing is. So a lot of times people are left in this position where they're just like, well, like, what the hell? Like, I don't actually know why what it is. And people will try to overgeneralize and make things out like they're super black and white. And they're not. There's like, there's a lot of reasons behind it. And I don't know. The transparency or lack of transparency makes this a very frustrating topic for me.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Uh, Anything else you want to talk about on this topic? No. Let's uh,
1: (laughs) break up the seriousness with some of (laughs) these
0: Yeah, I got real deep there. I'm getting all pumped up now. Get pumped up, dude. I'm getting pumped up. Dude, I'm breaking up
1: with you. Fuck you. Let's talk about
0: some real dumb breakup reasons. Okay, so this next segment is provided to us by People. You might know People for having People magazine. That magazine that you see in the doctor's office that your mom would read while you're getting your – what the doctors taking your, your temperature rectum. oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> you, maybe even you have been waiting uh in line at the grocery store and saw people magazine up on the shelf uh so what they did here is they came up with like it was it was a list of 22 real reasons that people admitted to breaking up with people like dumb and these are very dumb keep in mind um We're not going to go over all 22 of them. I took out some of the ones, and uh, we've got a new list here, but this is going to be the first-ever reaction series on the Everything Must Go podcast. So uh, I guess we want to just alternate these?
1: Yeah, we just alternate.
0: Okay, so I'll do the first one. FIFA had just come out, and I genuinely (laughs) forgot about her since we only had just started going out.
1: That's so fucking (laughs) horrible. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I love video games, but... To forget about a person completely is just... That's just brutal. I'm honestly... I'm I'm guessing this was a man who broke up with a woman. Yeah, I
0: can't... Dude, I can't imagine this was a girl... (laughs) It's gotta be just some dipshit guy, for sure. So,
1: good for her that that relationship ended. (laughs) I mean, she's better off, to be completely honest.
0: that's a lot of times whenever people go through breakups, it's like, man, I feel so bad. But a lot of times I'm like, actually, no, I'm happy for you. Because a lot of times... It's like there's a scumbag on one side of the relationship.
1: All right, this next one. All right. I had a relationship end over fruitcake that I refused to eat. There were other problems with the relationship, but fruitcake was the final straw. Her mother baked fruitcake every Christmas that my ex thought was delicious. I refused to try it on the principle that fruitcake is gross. My ex badgered and badgered me into tasting it. Still gross. An argument ensued that escalated into the end of the relationship. All right, what are your thoughts on that one? Uh,
0: First off, i never had fruitcake before, so I can neither confirm nor deny if this is worth a breakup over. But I would assume that there's no food that's worth a breakup over. And uh, just people need to stop pressuring people to, like, eat their food. Like, sometimes it's just like, no, it's not going to do it.
1: I'm tired of it. You're taking a strong stance on this? I'm People need strong... to stop pressuring others to eat certain foods, man. It's it's a global catastrophe. <laughs> We're dealing with it on a massive scale, and I'm sick and tired of
0: it. Yeah, exactly. All right, move on. <laughs> um, was close to moving our stuff in together. Saw her flossing in the morning, and she was eating the shit she flossed
1: out of her teeth oh had to break up with her oh no (laughs) that's awful dude you finally are vulnerable with the person you're with and they break up with you for it i mean yeah that's gross but that's a deal breaker
0: there's so many worse things yeah this person sounds terrible i
1: could get over that Dude, get yeah get over this man hey lady that you got broken up with because i'm guessing this was a man wait yeah it was close saw her flossing yeah so unless it's two women wherever this lady is i'll watch you floss and eat your food all day <laughs> <laughs> sounds completely like not what you meant are you gonna eat her food with is she making I, fruit cake <laughs> what i don't think i don't, you heard, I, don't I don't think you heard on. me to be honest all right here's number five uh She spilled the Diet Coke in my car.
0: Honestly, I imagine this is one of those instances where someone ordered at McDonald's and they got one of those dumb car uh, cup holder things. And then they, like, missed or they put it in the wrong spot somehow and then it spilled. This is unacceptable.
1: Those details didn't even matter at all. I don't know why you tried to <laughs> specify a situation where the Diet Coke could have spilled. Or it could have just been a can that spilled in the car. What are you fucking talking about? What?
0: I have to paint more of <laughs>
1: here. You're like, oh, no, I got this down. I know exactly what happened. All right, I'm going to play detective right here. They went to Mickey D's. She got a Diet Coke. And you know those cup things? They're hard to handle sometimes.
0: Get the fuck you know, like, got a big cup. Did you hear get those cups or bake sometimes. It's kinda of, I could see him making Shut sp- the <laughs>
1: Move on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> he was my first kiss and I'm so socially awkward I had to end it because I felt embarrassed.
1: Oh Honestly not okay, dude. No, that's not okay. I had a situation in uh, eighth grade where I asked a girl if I could kiss her. She said yes. And then when I leaned in, she turned her head so that I had to kiss her cheek because she was so embarrassed. It was pretty brutal. She didn't yes. break up with me, though. Dude, who would break up with you, honestly? You're <laughs> to incredible. Be... I'm a freaking catch, dude.
0: You're freaking incredible. I would never I like that's spill. that's what we've been doing. I feel like this, is, this episode is almost our sales pitch to why we
1: shouldn't be single anymore. <laughs> Listen, ladies, you can spill Diet Coke in my car anytime you want. <laughs> All right. I actually like how conveniently the alternating ones that I'm reading are the longer ones.
0: (laughs) Did you do that on purpose? Dude, it works out really well. Go on. All
1: right. My significant other broke up with me because we sat around and did nothing all the time. We sat around and did nothing all the time because she mismanaged money and we were too poor to do anything. So she took off. Got into a relationship with another guy, and now sits around and does nothing with him.
0: Classic. Meanwhile,
1: I now have money and spend most of my time doing fun and interesting things.
0: <laughs> I just like this one. I read this. And I, like, I kind of want someone. I want. I kind of want Brandon to react to it. The last line is the funniest part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
1: spend most of my time doing fun and interesting things. I mean, I just
0: imagine it's read like. Meanwhile, now I have money and I spend most of my time doing fun and interesting things.
1: Yeah, so uh, I guess good for that person. They got out of a bad relationship.
0: They're better off now. They're better Um, off Her voice was annoying, and when speaking, she placed emphasis on the weirdest parts of the sentence.
1: (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) we actually talked about a person recently where I said just the way that this person talked is kind of a deal breaker for me. So i mean i feel bad that this person broke up with this person for this hopefully it wasn't too long into their relationship but i feel like maybe don't go into a relationship where that's an issue that's my thought process what do you think i'm gonna have to agree i'm gonna have to agree (laughs) okay all right next one another girl started flirty with me i was attracted to her and didn't trust myself to not cheat on my girlfriend nothing ever happened with a new girl i'm stupid (laughs) This is so fucking dumb.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I was like, actually, the reason why I included this one is I don't know why People Magazine includes this. (laughs) This just seems like 90% of,
1: like, bad relationships. This is just what happens. I didn't trust myself not to cheat on my girlfriend. Dude, fuck this person. Yeah, dude.
0: Let's give him him a timeout.
1: Yeah. Uh, Get the fuck
0: out of here. (laughs) She did something messed up in a dream I had. This is
1: a joke. There's no way this is real. I've heard I've heard about fights with dreams. Like, you hear that joke of, yeah, I cheated on her in my dream, so now we're not talking. But I've never actually heard of somebody breaking up with another person because of a dream. That's just fucked up.
0: Yeah, I... Um I, I got in an argument once because of a dream that I had, and then I was like, why am I even arguing about this? This doesn't
1: make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually do this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty dumb. All right. An old girlfriend was going to go out of town for the weekend with her family. She told me she wanted to break up for the weekend because she knew a guy and didn't want to cheat on me. She seemed so normal up to the point. Bullet dodged. Dude, what is wrong with these people? That is so stupid. What? Just don't cheat on people. <laughs> you, you got to break up with him so you don't cheat on him? Uh, how bad do you want to be with that person in the first place? Or if you don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, talk about not being in a monogamous relationship. But if you are in a place where you think, you know, there is a chance that I could cheat on this person. So if it gets to that point, I'm going to break up with them quick. We can get back together afterwards, but just so I don't officially quote unquote cheat on them. Why are you even in relationships? Get the fuck out of
0: here. Dude, that beats me. Um, All right, let's do two more. So we'll do (laughs) uh, number 14 and number 16 on here. Uh, So number 14, he didn't like Beyonce.
1: There's no way this one's real. These got to be a joke. No, I I honestly...
0: No, no, no. I actually believe this is true. Because there's some girls who are just so crazily obsessed with Beyonce. Like, this happened to me, where, like, I I went out with a girl a couple times, and she just, like, absolutely loved Beyonce. So, like, I don't know. I could see it. I'm not saying that it would be... That she would, like, end things with someone, but people, they get really into something, and they're like, nope. That's just how
1: it is. People are stubborn. People are honestly really stubborn. I suppose... All right, next one. She called me a bro. I ended it on the spot. Did you submit this? Did you submit this one?
0: Dude, I I dealt with this so much. That's why I wanted to end on this one because it's pretty funny. Because uh, I dealt with this stuff, and um, and the end. This is actually me that submitted this one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I didn't submit this. This is a real thing. I was just like, whoa. Uh, what do you
1: think about this? These are pretty funny. <laughs> I mean. A lot of these people probably shouldn't have been in relationships to begin with. That's kind of my overarching thought process on this. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have
0: to agree with that. Uh, let's do a couple uh, listener, um what the listeners wrote in. Do you want to do yours first?
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, first one we got was, so we put up a, a, po- a post basically saying, ask us any questions or comment anything on relationships and the one of the comments I got says, don't fall in love. Uh, I actually did have a point I wanted to make on this uh, because I see this happen a lot. This is a very common thing when, when, when something doesn't go well. Um, I think a lot of times we can look at the end result of it and say, oh, well, this is all just fucked. And I think a lot of it is attributed. I'm not saying that this person who wrote in was doing this, but... There's this thing in psychology called the recency bias and the recency bias clouds your judgment because essentially you remember most what happened last, what happened Mm. most recently. So you, you remember the ending of the relationship and the ending of that love. And so you think, oh, well, love just sucks. Or I see a lot of women post things just man bashing about how men are trash and then you're completely forgetting the context of maybe the good times in the relationship, or maybe even logically some of the missteps that you had along the way that don't really have anything to do with love in general. It just has to do with maybe you were prioritizing them over some of the things that you need to take care of, or maybe because you were reckless with the euphoria of the situation, you, um, you fell into this place without actually paying attention to some of the the signs that were showing you this wasn't going to be a a good situation. And I just hate to see stuff like that affect love going forward. Uh, We, we, a lot of times, the things that harden us in life, they, they impact our decision making and our vulnerability going forward. We become closed off and jaded. And I think a big thing to push here is to not blame the stuff that actually can be beautiful, the things that you want to be vulnerable to. Because when you meet that person who actually deserves that love and who actually can work with you within that love, you don't want to blow that chance because you are now in a place where you're so hardened that you don't allow yourself to feel that or to evolve within that. Um, so I just wanted to kind of comment on that real quick. What, what do you think?
0: Well, the idea of don't fall in love is, I mean, I get why people get this way, but Unfortunately in life, uh, to really be successful in anything or get like the best version of anything, there's always like the potential of it going terribly wrong. And that's the thing. Like, sure, you can play your life safe and you'll avoid a lot of bad things as a result. But if you really want amazing things to happen, sometimes you just got to go after something. And, you know, I've gone through a lot of heartache over the years through my breakups, but... I wouldn't trade it for anything because I learned so much. I grew so much and I had the most beautiful moments of my life with these people. So, um,
1: and on a positive note, I think about how that's going to help me with maybe my partner going forward. If I ever do end up with somebody, you know, the, 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 trial and error process of what's led me to this point if I if I'm aware of it enough, if I actually listen to the signs and learn from them rather than continuing to make the same mistakes and fall into the same patterns, then I should be able to provide not only myself with a healthy relationship, but whoever my partner is with uh, a healthier uh, pursuit of something special. So,
0: Agreed. Yeah, you definitely get better with relationships as you uh, go, uh, go through more of them. Do you want
1: me to re- read the next one too? Sure. Okay. So, the next one that we got uh, written in here is around a two year relationship. This was a story of someone who had a breakup. This is pretty brutal. So, yeah, dude, this, I, this person I, I read this beforehand a, a relationship that lasted around two years. It ended, and then this person's ex slept with their best friend. So, now they don't talk to their ex or their best friend. Um, it's pretty brutal. I, Dude, this is stuff like you see in movies or something, and I don't ever think actually happens, but it, it really does, and it's pretty tough.
0: This falls under what I said earlier. Stay out of your circles. I don't get why people do this stuff. Like, it's just, I mean, I, I I think I take it to the extreme where I try to date nobody who knows anybody that I know. But, I mean, come on. Like, really? This is being so not mindful of your ex's feelings. and Yeah.
1: Well, I think a lot of times it probably is a pride thing. Like, I want to get back at this person or something. I've had, I've honestly had thoughts of this. I've never actually wanted to act on it or whatever, but I've had the thought come across my mind of, you know, it would be sweet if I just fucked my ex's best friend or something, just to get back at them. You know, because I, you get filled with all this rage and you want to uh, get them back, but it's just so awful, and you never want to put that thought into action because that's really damaging to not only the person, but probably even the, the friend because now they lose a friend. I mean, fuck that friend to be honest, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Not much else I can say about that one.
0: Um, <laughs> there's another one on here that I, it kind of reminds me of my um kissing story, but Uh, The the guy that she had her first time with, they left her for her best friend a week later. That that situation would just be uh, not ideal. Jeez.
1: What the hell? Everybody's leaving people for their best friends. I actually heard a story about a guy who his wife left him for his brother. Yeah, yeah when he told me that i was like really and it drove him to like drugs i don't know if he's alive still my dad told me this story it's fucking awful and the brother and that chick got married how the fuck
0: how could you live with yourself i have no idea dude people are incredible just so not mindful of anything i mean i
1: don't mean to be judgmental but i mean <laughs> dude i this is a time you can be judgmental i think that's like terrible yeah all right dumbest reason someone broke up with you okay i actually have one really quick so in seventh grade i had a crush on this girl the first time i saw her i was like holy shit i'm really into her uh we were gonna go on a date i was gonna ask her out but i went on like a baseball trip or something and so i was gone for a week when i came back she was dating my cousin Oh my God. So <laughs> in the week that I left, she started dating my cousin. Cause we all went to the same school. Then they broke up after a week. And then she's like, Hey, you want to be together? So I ended up dating her. And uh, she broke up with me. We went to see national treasure in theaters and her brother was our chaperone and her brother sat right next to her. Her friend broke up with me Monday at school Because I didn't make a move on her. That's why she wanted to break up with me. Her brother was sitting right next to us. This was bullshit. Why I ended up dating that girl, I don't know. She dated my fucking cousin. (laughs) I still dated
0: her. Dude, are you still on good terms with your cousin? Or did that This was in seventh
1: grade. Yeah, he didn't fucking care. (laughs) I mean, maybe. Maybe he's been holding it over my head this entire time. (laughs) What if I just get like a letter one day? You know, man. Our relationship was good until you dated this chick that I was in love with. She broke up with me. Yeah, oh, yikes, man. dude. Oh dude, we God. were almost Eskimo bros, except I didn't have sex in seventh grade, so we weren't. <laughs> All right, next. The best Do you have a dumbest reason someone broke up with you? Um,
0: Probably the first your kissing one that comes to- technique? <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is... I mean, keep in mind, I was pretty young at the time when this girl said this, but she said that my lips are chapped too often.
1: Oh, no. Fuck that. Which
0: I do have, like, definitely, like, in a, uh, that's why I use, like, what's it called? Chapstick a lot. Like, I definitely do have it. You didn't know what chapstick
1: was called for us? (laughs) 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 What's the thing that, what's the thing called that you, uh, you drink to get hydrated? Uh, oh, yeah, water.
0: That's a funny joke, <laughs> but yeah, I got that, which was pretty funny. Uh, but that's the dumbest reason I could think of, of why someone broke up with me. I can't think of like any of my actual serious relationships where someone was just like, "Well, this is never gonna work because you have ten fingers." Like, that no one's done that before.
1: Yeah, some
0: person who wanted nine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm a big fan of nine fingers. If you have an even number of fingers, it's kind of a deal breaker. You're not the good.
0: My great grandpa have done great. He only had seven.
1: Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> he got three of them chopped off. No. Yeah, he was a good guy. He lived to be 102. True yeah. story. It's that uh, Polish blood, man. The little bit of me that's Polish.
1: That was 102. That's how he's able to survive the finger chopped off thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which fingers were chopped off?
0: Uh, dude, I couldn't even tell you. I don't remember. I just remember when I was a kid, one time my dad pointed out, he was like, you know, said, great-grandpa only has seven fingers? And I was like, oh, my God. No, I never
1: noticed, but now I see it. Look Good at story. you for not noticing his, his flaws.
0: Dude, I can see it right past people's flaws. Dude, this really is. This episode's really just turned into a sales pitch about how great we are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> so, we're dude. on the market.
0: Um, well, do you want to do so, this last
1: one? We kind of talked about it.
0: Yeah, we, we, we pretty much uh, we talked about this one. So, final thoughts.
1: Oh, you don't want to talk about last episode at all?
0: Well, I was going to do f- the final thoughts and then last episode.
1: Did you change the script on me?
0: No, I'm adding final thoughts right now on that.
1: <laughs> so you did fucking change the script. Final
0: thoughts. I just forgot to put the line
1: of final thoughts. <laughs> final thoughts. All right. The whole concept of breaking up, whether you are the one doing the breakup or the one being broken up with, it's not a perfect system. You're, you're dealing with a lot of shit. There's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of investment that has taken place. Um, I think transparency is huge. I think the the best situation is to think of how you can most how you can heal in the healthiest manner possible. Um, so not doing things for vengeance, not doing not preventing yourself from doing things because you're scared because again, that whole idea of closure is huge for moving on. Um, you don't want to be haunted by things for time for uh, a lot of time to come. So I think um, those are just kind of general guidelines. But uh, overall, breakups are tough. And a lot of times they, they actually do say that the person that has to do the breaking up has it harder because there is that nagging question of did I make a right decision or did I, did I miss the boat on this? So, Dude,
0: 100%. As someone, I've definitely done um, more of the breaking up than being broken up with. And I will say it is really – it is a haunting feeling. To, to do that, because there's always that thought in your head of, you know, did I make the right decision? And, you know, sort of in conclusion on my thoughts in this episode, I think this was a tough topic to talk about. Um, yeah. You know, I've gone through a lot of breakups. I've made that very clear that uh, a lot of them have been pretty tough and um, shaped a lot of who I am. I think it is important to Be as logical as possible within a breakup because it's the hardest thing to do because you know you're gonna be really emotional. But I think, like, recognizing that you're coming from a place that's going to be very emotional and trying to take a step back and think, all right, I don't wanna regret this years from now. So, what is the best way to handle this breakup? And, you know, why do I really wanna do it? Um, You know, being just mindful of people. When you go through breakups yourself, you know how it hurts when someone's done something or said something to you that you didn't like. So try to use that to make a good decision for when you end up being the one to have to do it. I think that it's really dumb when people try to play really like hard ass through breakups. Like it's completely fine to be emotional, to be sad. I've definitely cried a lot from breakups in the past. I'm not too big of a man to admit that I've had my moments of feeling really terrible. Um, And I, I think that's completely normal. I think it's, um, it's healthy to move on from something, to let it all out, and then to get to a point where you can do things logically and to stand the, the I don't know, you, you don't want to look back and feel like you didn't handle it well. Uh, you're inevitably going to do it anyways, but try to do the most that you can to not feel bad about it and show some damn respect and don't be like these people in People magazine who are just
1: petty dumb. <laughs> well, one thing I want to say, too, is it is a very emotional time usually in this place. So uh, yes, try as hard as you can to be logical. But if you end up being emotional, you feel like the ground is kind of collapsing beneath you without much to hold on to. That is understandable. Don't invalidate your feelings on it. Yes. And just try your best to get through that and, uh, you know, uh, heal through that process with with clarity. But yes. it's it's going to be tough.
0: Never invalidate your feelings. Um, okay. So, real quick, a couple things before we leave today's episode. Any, uh, any lingering thoughts from the advice episode?
1: No, I. Well, other than the fact that I definitely think that that's going to be something we try to incorporate more often, because uh, I mean we do like to have our own topics where we talk about things that we've had on our mind or express a different thought or idea and then break it down into different facets. But hearing what you guys wanted to talk about, it honestly kind of led to this episode even because there were a lot of advice questions on relationships. And so we were like, you know what? We should probably talk about something else that centers around that theme. And uh, so breakups kind of came to mind. Um, But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it, just hearing what you guys wanted us to to touch on and it was cool because in a way we do that a little bit, um, unintentionally where we, we talk about things that we, we feel is the right way to handle things or just ha we ask those, those burning questions. So to actually have specific questions from you guys that we got to weigh in on was, was really enjoyable for me.
0: Oh yeah. We, uh, we, we really like doing advice things. So, if you guys ever have anything, please write in to us because it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, pretty much can guarantee we'll be doing advice episodes soon because I had a lot of fun doing that. And I like doing it live and having people write in while we were live on Instagram was really fun. For sure. Um, anything going on in your life or recommendations before we head out here?
1: Uh, I have one recommendation, and that's for the show Barry. It's on HBO. I just finished the, the second season for this show, and so Barry, the, the idea behind this show is essentially this military guy, um, he he has a hit in L.A., and the guy goes to an acting class, so Barry ends up in the acting class and, and finds purpose in this idea of acting, but it's like a funny mixed with serious, the way that they clash with different themes. It's incredible. So I really recommend people checking that out. It's a very weird premise, but, uh, I, I've really enjoyed it.
0: Um, so for me going on in my life, nothing, just the countdown for going to see Brandon in Minnesota. Um, I've also got the stranger things, episodes coming out on my um, or reviews coming out on my YouTube channel. By the time you're listening to this episode um, the first one will have dropped on episode one. So the way this works is for season three I'm doing a review of every single episode individually. So there'll be eight episodes in the series and uh, I've actually at the time of this recording I've done half of them so far. So I'm halfway through the season and uh, so far so good. I really really like this so far. So far it's proving to be my favorite season um and I just like really like how they pair up the characters a lot. Like one of my friends yeah. pointed this out to me. The pairing of the characters and just getting to know the characters is really fun in this one.
1: It's it's what Star Wars did really well uh especially with the original trilogy was you had, you know, you had like Luke and Yoda on Dagobah training and you had Han and Leia having their quarrel and then you had Vader and Palpatine trying to figure out what to do, like those branch offs to see how these characters interact. And then also when the characters all come together to see how their interactions. It's so, yeah, it's, it's a really good way for storytelling. I think.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I'm i uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. If you guys want to uh, keep up to date with that, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Steven Russell B. That's also my, uh, that's all my social media is that at Steven Russell B.
1: Check it out for sure. Um, so next episode, Steven and I are going to find out how well we know each other. We might do some quizzes to like find out what our favorite numbers are just to see, you know, how, you know, we, we think we're good friends, but, uh, how good are we really? We'll find, find out.
0: I feel like I'm going to know you l- less than you're going to know me. And that's really going to bother me a lot. Cause I feel like I should be good at this, but I feel like you're still going to know me better. That's gonna piss me off. It really is. All
1: right. Well, I guess we'll just wait and see. Well, Don't get pissed right now. Dude, I'm, I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm pissed, man. All right, let's, let's let's get out of here. All right, awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for all of you who tuned in, uh, and for those of you listening on your favorite podcast apps or on our YouTube channel, Everything Must Go Podcast. Give us a like, subscribe, follow. Leave a comment or review. We really appreciate your guys' feedback. If you want to uh, chime in on this episode or any previous episodes, our email is always open, emgpod at gmail.com, or you can message us on our social media. Steven did mention his personal, at stephen Russell B. Mine is at B Flippin Music, or Instagram and Twitter for our podcast is at emgpod, or you can call in, leave your thoughts on a voicemail. We'll try to play it on air. That uh, voice, that phone number is 513-427-EMG5, and that's 513-427-EMG5. Again, next week's episode will be on how well Stephen and I know each other. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time.
0: Take it easy.
1: I'm